0: saving for retirement is critical. Creating a distribution plan for those hard-earned dollars is equally important. On today's show, designing a strategy for maximizing your income for retirement. All that and so much more on today's episode of Elevate Your Wealth. And now, Elevate Your Wealth with Mark Stimson
1: and Casey Elkins.
2: Welcome in to Elevate Your Wealth. Your hosts, Mark Stimson and Casey Elkins. 42 years combined experience between these two in the retirement planning business, helping hundreds of their clients get ready for their retirement. They are certified financial fiduciaries. I'm Morgan Patrick, consumer advocate. Each and every week, we hit the topics. It's always about retirement. And we're powered by Elevated Financial Management, where you can find Mark and Casey during the week. And we're also going to open up spots on their calendar for the upcoming week. No cost, no obligation, no pressure. So stay tuned. And we'll get right to it. So most of our careers are spent in the accumulation mode, saving for retirement. And when retirement arrives, how are you going to dole that money out? That's a big question. We have multiple retirement accounts and just having them doesn't cut it. You need to have a plan to help make sure you don't run out of money. So let's just start with some basics. Mark, what about moving away from accumulation? I mean, that takes an adjustment.
1: You know, uh, Morgan, that's probably one of the hardest things that Casey and I have to do with our clients is to move them away from being savers to being spenders. And it, it might sound easy to do, but so many people struggle with that. Uh, most have saved a, a really nice chunk of money in their 401k or their Roth accounts. Um, but having those accounts... And having a savings plan is not the same thing as having a distribution plan or what we call a, a wealth plan. How are you gonna actually use those monies week in and week out during retirement? And if you know, I think back to ones that we were trying to help in two thousand, about twenty-three years ago when the dot com bubble broke. And we had two thousand eight of course. Uh the debacle in banking and the mortgage business and then in 2020 we all know what happened to us there with the pandemic so you know it's still really hard for people to shift their mindset away from accumulation as their retirement approaches they've got to be willing to want to spend and and that might sound you know a little uh, different but it is it's it's a completely different mindset and it takes a little bit of work to get your mind to be a spender. We know that a good wealth income plan is going to focus on preservation of your assets, especially the closer that you get to retirement, your retirement date. We know that the reason that protection becomes so critical, we've got to have a hedge against what's happening in the market right now, volatility and basic economic instability we look at in just a matter of a couple of weeks a couple of the largest banks in the united states failed again and i happen to be involved with the one here in washington state back in 2008 with with the downfall of washington mutual so things can change in a heartbeat that's why we're going to talk about how important it is to have a plan but one of the other things that i just want to touch on is how important sequence of return risk understanding what is that well we we talk about the you know the retirement red zone and we know that's usually about 5 years before you retire and then 5 to 10 years after you retire and sequence of return risk is something that the market can do to all of us so if you've got money saved up you begin now you're going to retire you have to start to withdraw those funds and if the market begins to tank like what it's done the last a uh, year and a half or so right now, it can devastate your whole plan. What what you thought uh, was going to happen over a 20, 30-year period of time, now all of a sudden you're out of money possibly in 12 or 15 years, depending on how bad the, the market downturn is. So we're going to talk about that a lot today in today's show, but that's why it's so critical that we have a plan.
2: I mean, going from accumulation to distribution, I mean, you need a strategy to maximize your income in retirement. So moving away from accumulation, uh, it's a good first step, but you got to plan for that. And Casey, what about just easing into the distribution
0: phase? Well, as Mark mentioned, this is something that uh, we, we talk about with our clients a lot and definitely one of the biggest, if not the biggest hurdle that we have to help people change that mindset. And so this is something gradual. This is not, uh, we just, we retire and then suddenly the next next day we're in distribution mode. This is something that we want to ease into. We've got to shift gears that takes time to change our mindset, but it also takes time to set up our finances in the right way too, to set up our investments properly so that they fit that distribution uh, phase of our life. Uh, The investment tools that we use during accumulation, the way that we take risk and um, the the different growth tools that we use when we're in accumulation is very different than when we're in decumulation, when we're in distribution phase. And so with that, if we're 10 years or less from retirement, uh, we want to start looking to take a percentage of our portfolio, maybe 20 to 30 percent, take that out of riskier investments, place those funds into asset classes outside of equities, things that can protect your principal and help provide guaranteed growth. And so there's different ways to do that. Uh, we talk about this on the show, sometimes in an annuity, that is one way to do it. Uh, but there's other things that we can use as well, just different types of market investments. And it depends on the scenario. In addition to that, if you're five years from retirement, um, then maybe we're going to actually look to have more of the portfolio in a protected type investment. So maybe we've got uh, 60% of our portfolio in equities, but we've got the other 40% in more safer investments. Again, something that can provide uh, protection, but still give us growth as well. We don't want to take all of that potential for growth off the table and move everything into cash, which we've seen a lot of folks do with different market volatility. So this, uh, again, as Mark mentioned, this is where it comes down to having a plan really setting things up in a way that we're accomplishing uh, different goals or different tasks with different buckets of money. We don't need all of our funds taking market risk. We don't need all of our funds protected and growing. We don't need all of our funds liquid in the bank. We've got to be strategic as we start making this change into distribution. Um, Now, the accumulation phase of life, it ends when you decide to retire, which is under your control in most situations. But that distribution phase lasts as long as your lifetime, which is an unknown time timeframe. Um, since we don't know how long that's going to be, we've got to set things up properly to last for quite some time. Uh, We don't want to get 15, 16 years into retirement and realize we didn't save like we should have, or we've been overspending. And now we really have to make a lot of changes to make this money last. That's the last thing that anybody wants to do. Or here's the big one go back to work, right? Nobody wants to have to do that. So, again, this all boils down to having a plan to maximize your income sources help ensure that your long-term needs are met, not just tomorrow, not just next year, but your long-term needs, your long-term goals. No matter how long your retirement lasts, it's it's absolutely key to a successful retirement.
2: Locked in to elevate your wealth. Your hosts are Mark Stimson, Casey Elkins, Elevated Financial Management, where you can find them. We're gonna open up spots on their calendar here in just a little bit. We got time for one more of these, Mark, and and basically strategies to maximize your income for retirement, but knowing how much income you need, but also you gotta you gotta factor in inflation.
1: Yeah, that's I'm glad you mentioned that, Morgan, because right now I think we'd all agree all we have to do is go to the store to the gas pump and realize how much more it's taking out of our pocket. And Casey mentioned it so nicely. You've got to have a plan to address this. We we believe the next decade we could be looking at higher prices. Now, we all know it's going to come down. That's the way the economic cycles have always been. There's peaks and troughs. That, but, but you've got to have a plan, especially if you're going to need a lot more income right, to, to pay for these additional costs. Where's the money gonna come from? We have to worry about that. Another thing that we really worry about when we start to talk uh, income planning, when it comes to decumulation, what are you gonna do with your taxes? How are we gonna lower your tax liability? We, tax planning is a huge part of our practice. So you need to know, There's a Roth concept uh, make any sense. Uh, uh, con, uh, you know, Are we going to begin to take money out of our traditional plans and are we going to convert it to a Roth account? See, it may or may not make sense based on your personal situation. So please, there's some strategies that we've talked about in the past. We want everyone to know that it can make such a difference in your retirement. So please, pick up the phone and give us a call because that is going to make your retirement not end up being just a nice fairy tale.
2: Yeah, have a plan, have a strategy as you approach retirement. So many moving pieces. Casey, we've got spots on the calendar. We're going to open up 10 for the entire show exclusive for our radio listeners. What's going to happen for these 10 appointments? No cost, no obligation,
0: no pressure. Well, as we talk about regularly, this is all about having a plan. And so that's exactly what this is for. This is a no obligation, complimentary, written financial plan put together by our team of certified financial planners now let's focus on what that really includes we've been talking this morning about accumulation and decumulation and spending our money versus saving our money that's a big mindset change but more importantly that's a big financial change how you're invested is of the utmost importance to make this a success so that's where we're going to start how are you currently invested what type of risk are you taking Are you currently invested in a way to accumulate versus protect and distribute those funds? That's one of the first things we're going to check out. That includes looking at the risk that you're currently taking in your investments, how volatile they are, how much market exposure there is. In addition to that, we'll consider the taxes. We've got to understand how those taxes are going to affect our retirement, and ultimately we'll build an income plan to help you have a solid retirement.
2: Folks, this is your opportunity. We have 10 positions on the calendar. Call this number now, 866-668-3625. That's 866-668-3625. If you haven't started planning, this is an excellent opportunity. Or if you're in the middle of something, get a second opinion. This includes a written financial plan, 866-668-3625. Call now, 866 668 3625 coming up next on elevate your wealth sometimes it's the little things that can make the biggest difference and when we return we'll highlight some simple things to help you save more and get you to the kind of retirement you've always wanted it's coming up next your wealth your host mark stimson casey elkins 42 years combined experience in the retirement planning business you can find them at elevated financial management the power behind this program they have a wonderful resource website check them out efmnw.com all letters efmnw.com links to the tv show and the radio show and they're named the same thing elevate your wealth that's what we want to do as you plan for retirement and again these are fiduciaries folks i'm morgan patrick consumer advocate. So it's often said that saving guys for retirement it's simple, but it's not easy. Simple because all we have to do is save and it's not easy because it can seem overwhelming. So we've put together some simple tips that can make a big big difference in your retirement. So here's one Casey and it seems
0: like it's just, you know, elementary, right? Save 1% more. It does seem so small, right? It it does seem so basic, Um, like you said, elementary. But a a small increase in savings can really result in a big increase in your retirement nest egg over time. And that's really the key. When we're talking about this, we need some time to make this work. Um, Even if we have a shorter window, then maybe we need to save a little bit more. But let me me give you these numbers. I'll give them to you slow so you can kind of think about them. If you earn $50,000 a year and you save 1% more, which is $42 a month, and you earn a 6% annual return, after 35 years, you'll have an extra $57,517. Now, think about that. We're talking about just 1%. On a fifty thousand dollar a year salary, so if you save two percent, three percent, four percent more, that really starts to add up over time. If you make more than that fifty thousand, then your one percent number is actually higher. And so, the more time that you have, the more beneficial that is. But I think the really the point that we that we really want to make with this is simply that um, you've got to start somewhere. Uh, we see folks that feel overwhelmed. They, they're they spending a lot of what they've got coming in. We talk about this all the time, kind of spending or living your life to the amount of money that you make. And, and that's very common, but you've got to take the time and pay yourself first, even if it's just 1% to start, and you can build from there. Or if you're already paying yourself add another percent to, to increase that. But it's something that over the course of time, this is something that you'll be so happy that you did. This is some of the best advice that you can get definitely take the time, think about what you're doing, pay yourself first.
2: It's going to be an opportunity to get on the calendar with Elevated Financial Management. You can meet with Mark, Casey, and their team and talk about your own situation, maybe go over uh, some of these simple tips just to kind of get things really cranking uh, towards your retirement. The earlier you get into this, obviously, uh, the better, but it's never too late. So these are simple 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 steps, baby steps as we can call them. So you save that 1% more. Uh, and if you're good at your job, Mark, I mean, you know the raise is coming, right? So let's redirect the raise. Yeah, that's
1: and that's that might sound so simple for all the listeners today, but I really want you to think about this. If you do get a a raise, you've been living on a lower about uh, amount of money for XYZ months or years, right? This raise gets Given to you, why not use that as an opportunity to boost the amount in your 401k or your IRA or your Roth accounts? Because if you do that, um, you still can live on the amount of money you're used to living on, right? So you don't have to reduce uh, that take home pay because you got a raise. Now you're just putting it in a different place. And there's a lot of value to do that. Um, So just Again, I want everyone to focus on thinking about doing that if they're fortunate enough to be given a raise. Now, this becomes even more important the closer we get to retirement. And the one thing I know after doing this for uh, four decades now is the people that were disciplined, that dealt with that, you know, the pain of discipline and not the pain of regret, they were so happy that they put money away. Uh, For their retirement when they could use it uh, and not nickel and diamond and and blow it away. And so this is something we highly recommend is think about using some of your raise and direct it into a savings account because you'll be so glad you did uh, down the road when you do finally decide to pull the trigger and not have to listen to your boss anymore.
2: Yeah, I tell you. And we're talking about things that you can do just to kind of keep it simple when it comes to retirement savings. So, you know, save 1% more. It will add up. Redirect that raise, because as Mark just said, uh, you haven't been spending it. You're ju- you're getting this raise. You've been living on less. So go ahead and put that raise towards your retirement. And Casey, if you're fortunate enough to get a tax refund, just don't, don't even touch it. I mean, a lot of people are like, I can't wait until I file my taxes and I get my refund because it's already spent. Don't spend it,
0: invest it in yourself. Right. And so many people are unfamiliar with this, that if you use form um, from the IRS form 8888, you can take your tax refund and you can deposit it into a traditional IRA or a Roth IRA. So you can elect to apply that IRA contribution either to your current tax return or the following tax year. So I mean, it seems like a no brainer, as Mark mentioned, this is it's something it seems so simple, these couple things that we've just discussed. But the reality is a lot of people aren't doing these things. I mean, that's that's what it boils down to a lot of people think that they're not saving enough. And so they don't try. A lot of people don't redirect that raise. A lot of people don't use Form 8888 to contribute that. Uh, contribution or their tax refund to contribute that into their IRA. But with just a few small adjustments, with the right conversation, with the right advisor, you can totally change your outlook on retirement. It's just about taking the time to figure it out.
2: Hey, Folks, uh, just little things that you can do to help out with your retirement savings, to have that pile get a little bit bigger as you move towards your retirement. Uh, and some of us, Mark, we get lucky, right? Things do happen. There's a windfall that comes our way. Maybe it's inheritance, maybe it's the bonus at work you know outside that
1: raise or perhaps maybe a little prize money yeah <laughs> in fact funny you mentioned that because i have a dear friend that lives up and uh, has an office for years i was in his office with him in bellevue and he called me over the weekend and he ended up having a client um happens to live down the south end here but this client ended up uh, hitting the powerball what and I know that's what I said I just heard this he this client after taxes now had was 310 million dollars and he has set up a family office which is higher a lot of higher net worth individuals could do this and that's where everything is planned out for you uh, and how to be safe with your money how to invest it different vehicles to use all the different strategies the tax planning all the things that really we need, even if we haven't you know, won the Powerball, it's something all of us should think about doing. And that's what we can all do with a written plan. But if you're fortunate enough, like we just talked, maybe you inherit some money from relatives. Uh, you do, maybe you win a prize. Uh, maybe you hit the, the bingo jackpot, whatever it is, why not think about uh, saving that money and not let the thrill like you, when you're in Vegas, right, and you hit the big 21 several times in a row and you win a bunch of money, why not save it versus going right out and wanting to find a way to, to spend it? And if you make it a habit of wanting to save a piece out of every chunk of money that you come into, whether it's a paycheck, uh, I know my children did that, uh, and they were very successful because they paid themselves first. Casey and I talk to our clients all the time about being willing to, to pay yourself first. Um, there's tax implications that we need to worry about, uh, but again, all of this, you can so uh, make these qualified accounts, 401Ks and uh, TSP plans at 403Bs, you can increase them so nicely uh, if you should uh, need to direct some money that you know you weren't counting on, it just happened. Why not pay yourself, save it instead of spending it? Not that we don't want to spend some, but retirement is a long road and we want you to make it to the end without ever running out of money. 310
2: Powerball. Um, Yeah, I'm going to go get something before I, uh, and and I'm going to plan too, but congratulations. Wow, that is quite quite the windfall. Last thing we have time for, and then we're going to open up some spots on the counter with Elevated Financial Manager. We're talking about little things that you can do to make, you know, your retirement a little bit better. How about save 1% more, redirect that raise, contribute a tax refund uh, to your retirement, and then reallocate those windfalls. And then if you're with a company, Casey, with a 401k, man, and if there's a match, you've got to take advantage.
0: Yeah, this is this is the biggest no brainer on the list. If you can get free money from your employer uh, by contributing your own money, you've got to take advantage of that. And that that actually factors in with some of the other things that we've talked about. But. This is one of the biggest things that you can do, the simplest things and something that's available to most folks is taking the time, figuring out what that employer match is. At the minimum, contribute as much as you can to at least get the match. If you want to contribute more than that, you can as well, but at least get that employer match.
2: All right, now's the opportunity. We've got 10 positions on the calendar for the upcoming week. Mark, what's going to happen for these 10 appointments?
1: Well, if you have saved $250,000 or more, maybe you work at Boeing or Warehouser or any of the solid companies that you've put your blood and sweat into, please pick up the phone because we're going to design a written plan for you that's done by a certified financial planner. We're going to look at your taxes. How are you doing with any tax planning? That should be a critical piece moving forward for everybody that's trying to retire. We're going to look at your cash flow. We're also going to look at... Maybe what have you done when it comes to health care planning, long-term care? Uh, then we're going to look at your uh, income. Where is it going to be solidly based, uh, guaranteed each and every month? And can you count on that? This is all going to be part of your own written plan.
2: All right, there you go. We've got 10 positions. If you've saved at least 250000 or more for your retirement, these strategies are going to work best for you. Call this number now, 866-668-3625. That's 866 866- Six six eight three six two five. 3625 Being a grandparent, exciting time of life. And often you may be in a position where you want to give a helping hand to the next generation. When we come back, some ways to do that without jeopardizing your comfortable retirement. Welcome back to Elevate Your Wealth. Your hosts, Mark Stimson and Casey Elkins. You can find them at Elevated Financial Management right here in Seattle. 42 years combined experience between these two in the retirement planning business, helping hundreds of their clients get ready for, yes, their in-game, their retirement, their golden years. They are certified financial fiduciaries. I'm Morgan Patrick, consumer advocate. We hit these topics, but we also give you an opportunity for action. You can get on the calendar with Mark and Casey and their entire team at Elevated Financial Management at no cost, no obligation. No pressure. See where you are in your retirement planning process. Maybe you haven't started planning. Maybe you're in the middle of something and you are in desperate need of a second opinion. One of the 10 appointments can be for you. Now, those appointments are available during the course of this show, but we only have 10. You can call the number and grab one right now. 866-668-3625. That's 866-668-3625. 668-3625. Six six eight three six two five. 3625 If you've saved at least $250,000 towards your retirement or more, these strategies are going to work best for you. So we may want to help our grandchildren, guys. A lot, I mean, folks, we, we're getting into retirement, families are growing, you're, you're becoming grandparents, and you want to help financially. And for many of us, it's going to be possible. So we wanted to put together some ways that grandparents can help their grandchildren you know, along the way. So here we go, uh, Mark. We'll start with you. Start by just understanding what your own financial position is. That's a great starting point.
1: It is too, and I just want all our listeners to know. I am a grandparent myself. I have two teenage grandsons, and but the one thing that uh, I talk about a lot on our TV show, our radio shows, the the workshops that we do, we are the planning that we really want to focus on the most is your retirement, not your children's inheritance or your grandchildren. So you've got to be willing to understand and take a hard look about your own position, because if you start giving away money that you don't really have to be able to give away, it can cause some real dilemma and heartache down the road. So you want to know where you sit, right? You've got to assess your situation so that you know exactly what you can and cannot do. Now, I love my grandsons very much like I know everybody in the audience does, right? We want to help them. We wanna uh, be able to help them maybe put a little bit of money down uh, for a purchase of a a house or whatever the situation might be. Maybe buy a car, help them with a business. But you've got to make sure, I just want to emphasize this big time, you've got to make sure that it's okay for you to do it based on your individual situation. Because if you have any doubts about what a certain gift will do to your own financial future, then here's my recommendation. Don't do it. I want to repeat that. Don't do it. If you're not sure how that might end up affecting you in the long run, Please don't do it because you'll probably have some big time regrets.
2: Well, we use that analogy all the time, guys. When you're on the airplane and you hit turbulence and the masks come out of the ceiling, what's the first thing they t- they tell you to do? Take care of yourself yep. first so you can right. help others. So it plays right into that. This next one, Casey, use it as a teaching moment. You can help educate the grandkids.
0: Yeah, this is really, really important. Um, the, the People will always be afraid of what they don't understand or potentially in this circumstance kind of mismanage what they don't understand. And so if we don't take the time to educate our children, our grandchildren about money and how to have a, a healthy financial life, um, then potentially they'll mismanage funds if we gift them those funds. Or maybe they'll just mismanage their own funds in their own life. And so what we want to do is start at a young age uh, talking about our own beliefs surrounding money. Talk about uh, the good and the bad, some of your own experiences when things have gone right for you, when they haven't gone right for you. Allow those to be teachable moments. Don't be embarrassed by those things. Share them. Uh, You know, our kids, our grandkids, they don't learn just through osmosis. That can be a part of it but they absolutely learn by being sat down and having a conversation and imparting that, that, that wisdom that you have. You've, you've spent so many years and, and struggled through your own financial circumstance. Please impart that to the younger ones. In addition to that, uh, you can help them make smart money choices by teaching them values on how to save money. Uh, how to budget, how to give to others, uh, things like that, so that they have a true appreciation for money. And they're not just uh, scared about it. We, we talk to a lot of folks that it seems to be that um, because they don't understand money and they're at a certain age in their life or they don't understand how to best invest um, they, they almost have become embarrassed to ask questions about it. They're, it's almost like now it's too late for me to ask questions. I'm embarrassed to admit that I don't know the answer to these things. And so with that, don't let that happen to your kids, to your grandkids. Help them understand it from a young age. Give them that wisdom that you've worked so hard to earn over the years and help set them up in a better way for that. You want to add some of that, Mark? Yeah, I just wanted to say that
1: I've been working with the Heartland Financial Institute, a financial education for a couple decades now, and our goal has been trying to get school systems to put a this type, almost like our radio show, but make it curriculum so that our children can learn about these basic things about credit, about saving IRAs, um, what is a required minimum distribution, what, it, what, it, what does it mean to get a match from your employer? These are the things that we believe could make such a difference and it would have made a difference in my life, I know that, because I think we all agree that listening today, if your parents were not good with money, you probably struggled with it too. Now, you might have got it under control, but you probably learned a lot from the school of hard knocks. So I just wanted to say, um, we believe a lot about in education, and we should be having these type of classes in our Uh, education system. But the sad reality is it's just been a battle now for a couple decades and it doesn't seem to be getting a, a, a lot of traction like we had hoped. Uh, it would by now.
2: Yeah, managing money, very, very important part as you move through life, elevate your wealth, to show you're tuned to. It's all about retirement. We're getting into the grandparent discussion. Uh, You're headed towards it. Most of us are, right? Uh, We've saved, uh, we're getting ready for retirement. We want to help out the grandkids. And these are things that you can do, you know, just understand, you know, where you are financially and can you afford to help and, you know, Limit yourself if you really need to watch what you're doing in retirement, but you want to help your grandkids and then educate your grandkids about money and the process. And, Mark, this kind of goes in line with what you talked about first, and that's, you know, you're setting your own limits, but you've got to look at your grandkids and say, look, this is what I can do and I can't go beyond it.
1: Yeah, and I thank you for for bringing it out that way, Morgan. That's just what it is. I think most of us in the listening audience today know what an enabler is. If you've got a parent that maybe was a uh, maybe drank too much, right? And, and an individual could uh, be helping to enable that individual to not want to change their behavior. And we can do the same thing when it comes to finances. If our children or grandchildren become to 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 look at us as a bank. Uh, that can be a big mistake. So you've got to be willing to set limits. Um, I think most of us call a little bit tough love, right? We want to teach them, but we don't want to be their bank. We want them to be able to stand on their own two feet, make good financial decisions, but we don't want to be their banker. And this is something we highly uh, talk about uh, all the time we don't want another thing I want to make sure you don't want to title your home your bank accounts or other assets and put your children's name on them it can create some legal liabilities that a lot of people don't understand you can do those type of things through durable powers of attorney and some other legal uh, vehicles uh, that won't create the liability for you so you, you we want to help our children and our grandchildren but we need to set limits because if we don't it can really backfire. And I I, I just, there's a lot of sad stories that have happened in this regard. And I just want everybody listening today to realize, have a plan, but be willing to set it, you know, and not just forget it and, and let them, you know take advantage yeah, of. Yeah, I
2: was going to say this is this can be part of the discussion. You come in and you talk about what yeah. you want in retirement and you also talk about the legacy and how it's all going to play out. Elevate yeah. your wealth is what you're listening to. Mark Stimson and Casey Elkins are your hosts. Elevated Financial Manager right here in Seattle is where you can find them. We're going to open up some spots on the calendar here in just a little bit. Talking about, you know, getting into the grandparent category and helping out the grandchildren and how to do it. Uh, and, and, and try to do it in the, in the cleanest way and, and the nicest way. So start by understanding your own fin, you know understand your own financial situation, where you are. then educate your grandkids on money management. That could be fun. Uh, then set the limits, man, Set the hard limits. And then these next two, Casey, I'll combine them. Uh, there's the 529. We all know about that
0: number. but also you may have grandchildren that are very
2: responsible and you can give them
0: money. Right. And so we'll start with the 529, as you mentioned, Morgan, and and something that many people are familiar with. So we won't spend a great deal of time here, but you can set up a 529 account uh, for your grandparent, contribute money into that account. It will grow tax-free and be able to come out tax-free to pay for education expenses for that child. Now there's some rules and stipulations surrounding that, but it is absolutely something that can be a big benefit and a way to Um, create some tax savings as well as create a benefit for that child. In addition to that, um, you just mentioned giving money to our grandchildren. Um, You know, if you're in a financial situation where you can do that, you can just give the money to them and let them spend it however they please. Um, Gifting that money is a viable option. Now, we we just want to highlight what Mark mentioned earlier We don't want to do that if it's going to put us in a negative situation, right? This is something where this has to be a part of the plan. Um, But if you are in a situation to do that, that's great. Uh, According to the IRS, every taxpayer can gift up to $17,000 per person per year. So this is called the annual gift tax exclusion amount. So I'll give you an example. Uh, A married couple filing jointly could each give $17,000, so $34,000 in total, to the same person in one year with no gift tax reporting consequences. So that's, that's one way that you can really start to uh, have a positive impact on your grandchildren and your children while you're still around. If that's what you're thinking, I've got this nest egg, these funds that maybe I won't spend in my lifetime. Uh, a, a fun thing to do is to take those funds and gift them to the kids and the grandkids now so that you can enjoy that with them and, and help them earlier in their lives and set them up in a better way. Or or maybe you take that money and you spend it on a trip, whatever it is. But it's something that you can start passing those funds along if it's appropriate for your situation.
2: Just so important to have a plan. And this is legacy, folks. And you've got an opportunity to get on the calendar with Mark Simpson, Casey Elkins, and Elevated Financial Management right now. So Casey, we've got the 10 positions. What's going to happen for these 10 appointments?
0: Well, uh, what we've realized that is so important for each and individual retiree is to have a customized written financial plan uh, put together by a certified financial planner. So that's exactly what you're going to get. This is a no-obligation, complimentary review with us. We will put together, again, a written financial plan, put together by our team of certified financial planners with that plan is going to come uh, income planning. So we're going to talk about your income sources. What are they? How many are they? Um, is there a cost of living adjustment with those different income sources? Can we create another income source that's going to be reliable for the rest of your retirement? We'll talk about taxes. That's of the utmost importance. We're all under the belief that taxes are going to go up, so we have to figure out a way to deal with that. We'll talk about health care, long-term care, all the things that especially affect retirees when you come in and sit down and have a one-on-one with us
2: all right we've got the 10 positions they're available right now 866-668-3625 that's 866-668-3625 call now they will not last long 866-668-3625 coming up next it's time for Q&A Seattle Bellevue Kent and Shoreline you're up next back in to Elevate Your Wealth. Your hosts, Mark Stimson and Casey Elkins, Elevated Financial Management, where you can find them right here in Seattle. 42 years combined experience between these two, helping hundreds of their clients get ready for retirement. They're certified financial fiduciaries. If you have a question you'd like to hear on a future program and have it answered, you can always email us questions at EFMNW.com. That's EFMNW.com. That's questions at efmnw.com. Just leave your question; we'll answer it on a future program. So, a ton of questions come into the office all the time, and we've got some hypotheticals for you guys. We're going to throw them at you; see how you do. So, mark your first up. I could use a financial planner for my Roth IRA and my TSP to make investment suggestions and help manage my funds to improve returns. Now, I'm planning to retire. Hypothetically, in two years at age 68, my TSP has about 500000 but there's not much to manage. My Roth IRA is 80000 and I really need help finding the right investments to grow this account in what is currently a terrible environment. Most advisors want to manage accounts over half a million. Uh, who can I call? Who can
1: I trust? Well, the first thing I would say is... it it might be a really good idea to find a a fiduciary now we Casey and I have taken it to another level we became certified in that world and so really what is a fiduciary some of you may be wondering that well it's it's someone that is going to put your interest above their own at all times we're not just trying to solve um, I mean we're not trying to just sell a product we want to solve a problem and so if that's the case, what I would say is there's some more information that I would like to have about this specific situation, but we have, we work with a lot of people that have TSP plans, and we roll a lot of money out of TSP plans. The one thing I will say, uh, I do like some of the options inside uh, IRA accounts. Uh, You have more options uh, than you do inside your TSP. So, Uh, especially if you want to get a little more conservative. Now, there is some conservative options inside the TSP. But again, this is where a written plan is going to help us to answer some of the questions as to how aggressive you might want to be with the funds that are inside your your qualified plan. So uh, you mentioned, too, about a a Roth account. Well, we love Roth accounts, right, because those are tax-free accounts, as long as the the money that it, the Roth has made has been in it for at least five years. Now, that's not the principle I'm talking about. I'm talking about the growth. The growth must stay in the Roth account for five years before you can take that out tax-free. So how aggressive you want to be in these accounts, either one should be age-based. How close are you to retiring? Now, it, you know if you're you know, 68 and you're going to be done in two years. Well, I think that that to me tells me you need to get a little more conservative than too aggressive. So that's just one of the things that that I would say is look at your age, how much money are you willing to risk? Uh, we would use a Riskalyze to, to get a risk score on you. And then we would develop a plan based on how much you're willing to risk each and every month see because it's going to go up and down that's what the market does but if that makes you sick whenever you have to look at it well then you might want to get a little more conservative and we can show you some ways to do that if you have a plan
2: Elevate your wealth. Question and answer. These are hypotheticals. Again, they come into the office and we're kind of giving them to you and letting the guys answer these questions. And again, if you have a situation that's similar, just remember you need a customized retirement plan for you. Your puzzle pieces are going to be completely different from anybody else's. So make sure you have that customized plan. There's going to be an opportunity to get on the calendar with Elevated Financial Management, meet with Mark Casey and their team and talk about your situation. No cost. No obligation, no pressure. All right. The next question, I'm in the process. This one's to you, Casey. I'm in the process of looking into building my retirement account. I'm a bit late to the game being 55 years old, but I have two younger children and I want to be sure that I haven't missed my window. What are the options for someone that's in my position?
0: Well, you know, it's, it's not too late to start. And we talk about this a lot. It's not too late to start. So don't lose hope on that. Um, what I will say is that there's maybe some definitive or some things that we need kind of definitive answers to. So uh, the, the first one being is, uh, what do you need to spend on a monthly basis and how much are you making that's really where this kind of starts um, to then determine how much we can actually save. Um, especially with two young children. Undoubtedly, there's some cost involved with that. And so how that affects the money coming in versus the money going out throughout the month is very important. Um, as you start to save, uh, are you working? That's that's one of the first things we want to consider as well is are you working and is there an employer match? Because that's going to be one of the uh, best places that we can save. If you have a 401k that has an employer match, do not miss out on that. That's free money. Um, that you could be getting for your retirement as well. So that would be one place to look. Then we're going to consider, as Mark was just talking about, using a Roth account. Uh, Perhaps you have a Roth 401k available to you. Uh, Maybe we need to set up a separate Roth IRA account. Uh, But whatever the circumstance is, we can then determine um, if it would be a a tax benefit to you to incur those taxes now and let that money grow tax-free and then come out tax-free in retirement. Uh, but I, I think maybe if I can sum all of that up, really what it boils down to is there's quite a few options for you, uh, but there's some other things that, again, uh, Morgan, like you said, uh, your puzzle pieces are unique to you, right? And so in this circumstance, what your individual uh, position is, is going to be very important for us to understand so we can help guide directly as to what's going to be the most beneficial for your individual situation. So um, don't don't lose hope. It's not too late. You can absolutely make it happen. We just got to be really strategic with how we do it.
2: Yeah, and you got to look at Elevated Financial Management, Casey, Mark, their entire team. They're puzzle solvers, right? Uh, you, you bring the pieces in and you got to put that puzzle together. Mm-hmm. All right, next hypothetical. This one's for you, Mark. I'm considering buying a house within the next six months, and I'm considering suspending or maybe at least reducing my 401k, IRA, and HSA contributions for the next 10 to 12 months or so while that happens. Is this a good plan?
1: (laughs) Well, that answer could actually go a couple of different ways here. The one thing I want to say is I've always been a believer with not only my children, but my clients for four decades now, you got to continue to pay yourself. Now, if the only way that you can get into that house that you need and want, and you can afford to do, and the only way you can do that would be to suspend, uh, you know, paying yourself, put money into your 401k or your TSP or uh, an HSA plan or an IRA, whatever it may be. Well, then, That's what you're going to need to do, right? But it's hard for me to always uh, feel that just shut that off for the next year. Don't save anything uh, and and then buy the house. Because most of the time we can find a way to still save a little bit and buy the house. It's not like just, oh, if I go for the house, I can't do anything else. It might be the case, but a lot of times it isn't. So, again a plan is gonna help us to figure that all out. We're gonna mathematically uh, show you what may or may not make sense. And so if you're trying to do that, uh, I commend anybody. Real estate is a lot of times a good investment. So, but I don't want to use my qual. Now part, I, I do want to emphasize this. If you want to take money out of a qualified plan and buy the house, especially if you're under 59 and a half. Well, that could be not a good idea whatsoever because you got to pay a tax penalty of up to 10% and every dime that comes out is going to be taxable. So again, you need to know uh, exactly what you're doing uh, and figure out taxes, how they're going to affect everything that you want to do and then put together a plan. And it I would always say, please continue to pay yourself if it's possible for you to do that in case you've got a thought too.
0: Yeah, I, I think you hit the nail on the head, Mark. I, so many people, when they're thinking about this, they're thinking about purchasing a home. And so the, the first inclination is to reduce what they're saving for retirement. Uh, but really, you can probably do both things. What you may have to change is maybe how often you eat out or maybe how many trips you go on this year. Um, But but that that's really important. Uh, As we say a lot, people live to what they or People spend to what they make. Right. If your paycheck is X amount, you're probably going to spend pretty close to that. So the point being here is continue to pay yourself, continue to save for retirement where you might want to skimp is maybe on how often you go out to dinner, maybe on the trips that you're going to take, those kind of things. Still have the home, but if you can continue to contribute to your accounts because it's time in those accounts, it's time in the investment and compounding uh, growth that really makes a big difference over time. So if you if you cut that off now, you're robbing your future self to help your current self. So don't don't do that if you don't have to.
2: All right, real quickly, we got time for one more hypothetical, Casey. I'll throw this in at you. 62 years old. I was downsized during the pandemic, but my partner and I make enough money that I can work part time. I earn 12,000 a year. We've been looking at social security and wondering if I should start my benefits. I used a calculator online and the math seems to show a
0: 13 year break even point versus taking it at 67 thoughts. Well, you know, for this circumstance, we hear this quite a bit. um, and, And Mark and I kind of always defer to if you don't need the money, Um, then go ahead and don't take it. Um, If you don't need that income, it doesn't make sense to start it early. Um, And realistically, letting that money roll up is going to be a bigger benefit for you over time. You mentioned a 13 year crossover. That is true. But over, over the time, if you've got a 20, 25, 30 year retirement, you will have a much higher sum that you've received over that. So it makes sense to wait if you can.
2: All right. Well, now's the opportunity, Mark. We've got 10 positions on the calendar. What's going to happen for these 10 appointments?
1: Well, as we've been talking about all uh, show, we want to put together a written plan for you. That's done by a certified financial planner. Uh, If you've saved $250,000 or more, please pick up your phone and give us a call because what we're going to do is we're going to look at your tax situation. Uh, Does a Roth conversion make sense or should you be contributing or setting up to a Roth right now? Uh, What about your income? Is that going to be where the source is going to be coming from? Is it going to be guaranteed? What's your cash flow analysis going to look like? We want to figure that out. Uh, We want to look at your health situation a little bit. Do I need to worry about long-term care? All of these things are part of a true written plan. And so please pick up the phone and give us a call because that's what we want to do. We want to uh, be able to show you how you can have a very successful and happy retirement. Okay, folks, we
2: have 10 positions on the calendar at Elevated Financial Management. You can call this number, 866 866- 68 668 3625 If you've got at least $250,000 or more saved towards your retirement, these strategies are going to work best for you. Again, the number to call to grab one of these 10 appointments, 866-668-3625. That's 866 866- This is your opportunity. If you have not started planning, what a great uh, chance to just sit down and start talking about it and start that path, start that walk down that path. And then maybe you're halfway down the path and you need a second opinion. If you're confused, you're not being communicated with, get a second opinion. 866-668-3625. Again, the number 866-668- 3625. Another edition of Elevate Your Wealth is in the books. For Mark and Casey, I'm Morgan Patrick. We'll see you on the radio
0: next week.